for a new releases video. It's been about a month, I think, probably longer since my last one. This is the 11th episode of my new releases for 2021. And I've got four albums to go through uh, in this video. So let's get started. The first one is uh, a new release by one Lindsay Buckingham. Um, and uh, many of you will uh, know Lindsay Buckingham as a highly regarded and talented musician uh, who was, up until relatively recently, part of the hugely successful band Fleetwood Mac. Let's just go through a little bit of uh, history about Lindsay. Born 1949 in California, uh, his first forays into guitar playing took place on a toy Mickey Mouse guitar, playing along to his brother's Jeff's extensive collection of 45s. His parents bought him uh, a $35 harmony guitar a little later, and by 13 years of age, he became interested in folk music and influenced by banjo uh, particularly. Practiced the style of the Kingston Trio, uh, uh, a band that I do remember from the very early 60s uh, on the radio. 66 to 71, uh, Buckingham performed psychedelic and folk rock with his high school rock band and he was the bassist and vocalist on that band uh, and then that band shortened their name to Fritz and Buckingham uh, later invited his friend uh, Stevie Nicks to join as a second vocalist and their romantic relationship began uh, and uh, five years later they split to form the duo Buckingham Nicks. So they, uh, as a couple, recorded a few demos in 1972 and then went off to Los Angeles to find a record deal. And in 73, Polyvdor signed them and their album Buckingham Nicks was released in September of that year. Uh, and But then something went wrong. Polyvdor dropped the duo because of poor sales and Buckingham ended up having to tour as a backing band singer uh, on the uh, Don Everly uh, tour, uh, substituting for Phil Everly. So we then got to uh, the period from 1975 onwards. Uh, Mick Fleetwood heard the song Frozen Love from the Buckingham Nicks album, and it impressed him, and he asked who the guitarist was, uh, and then when Bob Welsh left Fleetwood Mac in December 74, Fleetwood was on the phone and got in touch with Lindsay and offered him the vacant guitar slot in the band. But Buckingham, loyal to his uh, girlfriend, Nix, said, if you want me, you've got to take her as well. And Fleetwood didn't uh, uh, bat an eyelid. And the next minute he'd signed both of them without an audition. Um, the two of them finished their short tour uh, to promote that album and then uh, became fully-fledged members of uh, Fleetwood Mac. And uh, we know what happened then. Uh, they released their uh, Fleetwood Mac uh, uh, titled album with the two of them in 1979. And as they say, the rest is history. To Lindsay's uh, solo career, um, this is his seventh offering, uh, and it was delayed uh, 
for probably about 18 months or so because he had a, a real health scare. Uh, he had lots of marital woes as well. Uh, plus, of course, COVID. He had to have a bypass. Um, but he eventually got back in the studio uh, earlier this year. And it certainly embraces the best aspects of Fleetwood Mac's work. Uh, the hooks, the harmonies flow easily. And the production shimmers warmly with a sunset, uh, a vibrant sunset. And the control on the pop music has a very much a classy sheen. This is an expert craftsman at his craft. And his skills as composer, arranger, producer, vocalist, and of course as a guitarist uh, are present, providing a solid, appealing piece of work. So I'm now going to go through the track list. Uh, it has to be said, I do like this album, uh, but it's yet to stick on me. I mean, uh, I haven't had any of the tracks recycling in my brain the following day, which is usually a good test for me. Uh, if I wake up in the morning and I've got a sort of rhythm in my head or a melody in my head, then you can uh, rest assured that I've really enjoyed it. That hasn't happened here, although I, I have to say that his vocals have, um, but I can't work out which track I'm trying to remember. I think it might be time. So let's get on with the track details. Tracks then. Opens with Scream. Uh, some distinctive vocals uh, for some quick strumming, uh, soon finds that sophisticated Fleetwood Mac cohesiveness. I don't mind. Uh, it's a catchy, dreamy, lush melody. The chorus very feminine, <laughs> almost ABBA-like. On the wrong side, a quicker, more up-tempo, great harmonies, and he squeezes out a couple of polished lead licks. They're exquisite. Swan songs next, the acoustic guitar juxtaposed with the electric styles, reflect the precision and there's some adorable harmonies again. Uh, bearing in mind that this is virtually a solo record. No other uh, musicians evident on this album whatsoever. Uh, so Blind Love, a nice rock ballad that's very 60s inside. And then that single Time, a folk song popularised by a band called the Pozo Seco Singers. It means nothing to me, but maybe to you. Lindsay carries it off with panache, and the harmonies, once again, uh, are very Simon and Garfunkel-like, and it is a favourite. Blue Light, very much rumours revisited here, punchy rhythm, and again a sweet, dreamy rock song with country elements, uh, but relying on those polished harmonies again. And then we move on to Power Down, got some African light rhythms of course Fleetwood Mac did indulge in that uh, with some synthesizers mixed with the guitars made for a very bouncy riff very new and fresh and then Santa Rosa very much a road song exudes love and pleasure and then we move on to dancing which is the closer uh, a reflective look at the previous love it possibly could be Stevie and of course, at this moment in time, they are not the best of friends. Um, Piano-led ballad is moving and the mel melancholia uh, seeps through. And that reflects probably quite a bit of the album, although the, the, there is a considerable warmth to it. The question is, will it be forgotten and then down the road be thought of as a classic album? Well, 
I'm going to try and continue to listen to it because I think it deserves such. Um, and just a word on that Stevie thing, of course, uh, Buckingham was fired from the band and uh, to all intents and purposes, um, it suggested that uh, Nick's was responsible. This was all because of, uh, well, it, uh, Buckingham claims he wanted to delay a tour with Fleetwood Mac to finish this album and they got hoity-toity, particularly Nick's, and that uh, was the end of that. So anyway, uh, that's about sums up this album. Pretty nice sort of stuff, uh, but maybe a slight problem in remembering much of it. An album uh, on this new release is episode 11, 17 Going Under by a, a young man called Sam Fender. Uh, he was born in 1994, so it makes him 27. Uh, he's from North Shields near Newcastle in the UK, and he began writing songs at the age of 14, very much influenced by Bruce Springsteen and Jeff Buckley. He started performing in a pub at about 19 years old, but he had some serious health issues and had to take a high day, hiatus. Eventually, he was seen and released and single in 2017, and uh, his debut, Hypersonic Missiles, appeared in 2019, and I haven't heard that album, but I might well check it out. Uh, it was very successful. Apparently, it went to number one in the UK album charts. As did this second release, Sulphur released, 17 Goes Going Under. It's very much rock and pop, and we're now going to go through the tracks. 217 going under then, uh, opens up with the title track, a very neat guitar intro with piano chimes to Sam's vocals, and then the rhythm thumps into a rock stapler. It's a bit long, five minutes plus, but otherwise a good start. Getting started is track two, uh, and again, <laughs> we've talked about uh, the band already, and had some echoes of Fleetwood Mac's punchy pop with repeats uh, to track one, to be honest. Air, or Air is next. Vocals very rant-like, and it rocks for sure. And then he really uh, opens his shoulders on Get You Down. This is very Springsteen-influenced, with uh, the strumming leading to blistering guitars and sax. Yes, guitar and sax uh, juxtaposed. I wonder who that's referring to. And uh, the anthem-like rhythm with a dab of arrangements add up to a powerful piece. Long Way Off is next. Pounding drums plus a confident vocal continues the pounding rock beat with strings. And then we're on to Spit of You. This is a lighter pop uh, song. Uh, it indulges in that symphonic rock feel, however. And then last, To Make It Home, a very soulful ballad. I, 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 it felt a little bit like some of Ryan Adams' work back at the turn of the millennium uh, on Gold, uh, an album which I adore. Mellow Piano grounds the, 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 the tune very much so, and there's some blistering lead guitar work, once again re reminiscent of Springsteen on... Uh, Darkness on the Edge of Town. It's a standout track, it has to be said. Side now, the leveller, pummeling drums again, rock the Casbah a bit. 
It's strident, it's stadium-like, and the vocals remind me of Jeff Buckley. They sound a bit like U2. Uh, Mantra is next. Soft light rock has an ease to it. Measured and melodic. Nice trumpet on the horn section, followed by stylish guitar solo, echoing previous Axe Masters. And then to Paradigms, uh, this is a standard rock sound, uh, repeats that spiralling piano-guitar combo. It's powerhouse rock to be sure. And then the finale, The Dying Light, which I love. Melancholic feel for sure. A fitting rush of crashing cymbals, throbbing basses, clanking piano, and some horns and an emphatic resolved chord. Not bad, this album. Summary, uh, impactful rock music, for, to be sure, which clearly recalls uh, Bruce Springsteen's late 70s period. Um, the keyboards, the guitars, the saxes, what an amalgam. But it works because it's creative, polished and authentic. So I suggest you get to listen to it. Uh, and to remind you again, it's called 17 Going Under and it's by the Brit Sam Fender. And then Let Me Do One More by a band called Illuminati Hotties. This is the creation of one Sarah Tutson. And she began her career in music as a recording engineer. Uh, this project uh, started as an extension of her work, as a way to demonstrate her varied production capabilities. But in 2018, Tutsin and her band released their debut full-length album, Kiss uh, Your Frenemies, on Tiny Engines Records. Now, this is a follow-up, and uh, I didn't hear the first album, and uh, let's get on to it. It's a mix of rock, indie pop, pop rock. Sarah is the brain behind the project, of course. And she's 30 years of age now. Uh, she's the producer, songwriter and instrumentalist. So let's get on to the track list. And for uh, Illuminati Hotties. Paul Hopping opens, cross between 60s Phil Spector and indies in the 80s. It's got some abundance of hooks, snappy guitars, crisp harmonies, and edgy push and pull between sunny high spirits and uncertainty over a relationship. What more could you ask? It's a cracking opener. Second track is Muayaya. Um, I don't think the pronunciation's right there. It's post-punk crash band wallop. Uh, reminded me a little of Blink 131 or maybe Weezer. Uh, and certainly it's speedy. Uh, then we get on to, uh, let's have, oh yeah, it's got a grungy, sorry, the next track is Need, a grungy beginning. Uh, the organ meshes with the vocals uh, and it develops into a sing-along me melody. And now to uh, Threatening Each Other, uh, Recapitalism. This is very much garage rock and it's got a very slow indie groove. UVVP featuring Buck Meek. Means nothing to me. Shadows guitar in intro. The Shadows, that is. That's what it meant to me. It's got some cute, naughty vocals with swinging melodies. Very Phil Spector-like again. And uh, immensely enjoyable enthusiasm to the sound as it pumps up a crisp rhythm. The background vocals glow as uh, the spoken word features uh, by Meek filters into the outro 
and there's a pedal steel guitar quivering at the end. And then to Protector, possibly the strongest track on here, an unexpected plodded beat uh, begins, but the cute vocals paint an expectant feel feeling. And then the mood builds up with guitars back in the mix, breaking through like e early morning sunlight. It's cool, it's smooth and atmospheric for sure. And then we move on to Joni LA's number one health goth. This is punk and it eats your heart out. Then, then let's move on to the next track, uh, Kick Flip. Um, strange titles, these. Uh, very atmospheric with booming drums and teenage angst vocals that prepare us for the distorted guitar solos. Toasting featuring Alex Main is next. It's a short dose of Weezer star pop. And then the sway, more subdued here with an acoustic lead indie pop feel and some nice strings and pretty guitars. Cheap Shoes has snappy chords to an up-tempo rocker. And then we arrive at the uh, finale, Growth. Uh, this is a more restrained light night musing. Overall, quite impressed by this little set of songs. Uh, I've listened to it a few times now. And the more to it, the more you listen. Very talented young lass. Uh, and uh, I would suggest you check this one out you'll be pleasantly surprised. So there we have it then. Uh, the title again, I'm just trying to flap for it. Let Me Do One More by the band Illumini, Illuminati Hotties. What a mouthful. Offering on this new releases uh, video is uh, an album called At St. George's Zoo by a band, an American band called Cool Ghouls. Oh, frightening title. Uh, they're very folk rock, uh, and they also have an appreciation for surf artists like the Beach Boys. They mesh with guitar inserts, uh, and their style recalls everyone from Kaya Santana to Barry Melton. Uh, you might remember him, old people anyway. He was the guitar player with Country Joe and the Fish way back in the 70s. They tackle Baroque pop, acoustic folk, piano ballads, surfs, surf rock, psych rock, and sunshine pop, while still doing some jangling gar garage rock too. So, uh, I haven't got any more details on them. I think this might be their second offering, and I'm gonna go through the tracks briefly. To this album again yesterday, uh, and I really loved it. Uh, it was a pleasure uh, doing a few notes to it. It's Over starts us off. There's some uh, excellent vocal harmonies, which basically uh, is reflected in all the songs, uh, and some very low-key horns as the beats excel in psychedelia late 60s San Francisco style. So you get a gist of what we're looking at here. To You, I'm Bound is track two. Um, tempo rock, but you sense that this uh, run-of-the-mill song uh, might peter out. And then there's a glorious little sax solo that blurts out, we're indicating some jazz strains with taste. Track three, Smoke and Fire, rapid guitar work here, it struts over a, a surfing-style bird's harmony. It really is 69 West Coast revisited. 
and then to flying, which uh, slows down the pace a little bit. Ah, ah, la, la, folk, uh, summer of love, pop stuff. It's sing along, and then the guitars squirt over the top like a deluge of heady drug uh, induced indulgence. Screeching guitars as well. And then uh, moving on to Land Song, uh, one of my favourites. It's a very sweeping ballad with swirling strings. It sounds almost like David Crosby back way back when. The piano mimicry uh, West Coast sounds uh, uh, from singer-songwriters. Odd title in Micho Akani's next. It's a chunky 60s rocker. Nostalgia ekes out all over the sound and the vocals. Very garage rock. How Free is a folk acoustic uh, song. The intro, it moves into a ballad reminiscent of those good old days at Laurel Canyon. And then we get Helpless Circumstances. Again, folk harmony rock here. It plods a little until the twin guitars rev things up. And The Way I Made You Cry, a heartbreaking piano guitar uh, uh, pairing uh, that trade off each other, the, the riffs that is, very contemporary. It's got a, a, a critic suggested that it had a Todd Rundgren style, but as I'm not that familiar with Rundgren, I can't say. Thoroughly pleasant though, with hints of horns as the piano takes centre stage. And so we now move on to 26th Street Blues. These tracks are all about two and a half to three minutes, so you don't get time to get bored. This has a petty intro. The fingerprints of his work is uh, all over the rhythm. And then the Vokes steer us down that mid-60s mod scene as the guitar solo swallows up the heavy riff. Surfboard is next. Uh, the title probably gives you an indication of what this is like. Psychedelic Haze intro uh, on guitars that skip into the surfing USA sound uh, made infamous by the Beach Boys. Uh, and also possibly a touch of Steve Miller band. Uh, uh, and it sounds absolutely great. Uh, fresh and alive. Uh, it adds in some spoken word for authenticities authenticity sorry and there's lots of oohs and ahs i was wrong is next uh the vocal harmonies here treat uh, are a treat with flate sorry flute meshed together it just close your eyes and you'll be back in california feel like getting high is the next track it segues in from i was wrong it works perfectly there's a spring in to life in this track, effortless, effortless with uh, those jangly guitars and shared harmonies. And then that then segues into the next track, Look In Your Mirror. Um, bounces like a late 60s Beach Boys mini epic. It's got some exquisite composition. And I wonder what teenagers today hear in this set of new vintage 60s songs. Uh, Old fogies like me love this serenade stuff. And we can almost uh, visualise Carl Wilson again. But don't forget, there's some brief horns on this. 
And then the finale, Living Grateful. This is a closing solo acoustic uh, song. Uh, very impactful and very tasteful. So there we have it. At St. George's Zoo by Cool Ghouls. I'm really impressed by this. Uh, and I think it's another of those uh, that, that's going to worm its way into my uh, top uh, 30 at the end of the year. Very impressed to, uh, uh, with this uh, I was. And unfortunately, uh, I, I have to stop there because um, this will go on too long. But just to say, I have got a wad of other albums to cover in this new releases series. Um, the quantity of releases is just over the top. Uh, I will get another one out, certainly, hopefully, within a week to 10 days. The Steeples, I'm definitely wanting to review. Uh, I've been wanting to do that for months. Uh, the Angelique Kidjo uh, that I keep on putting back. Um, the Yes album is also on the horizon. Uh, Manchester Orchestra, uh, Squid, and the uh, Leroy Bridges. And yesterday I heard an album by Curtis, uh, Curtis oh, Harding, uh, which has certainly got to be reviewed. So that's my lot. Uh, 